Welcome to the Bumblecast. I'm your host, Ian Flynn, the Bumble King, and joining me as always is my Bumble co-host, Kyle, JCRB Kraus. Hello, we're here. We have more Bumblecast. They, 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 the questions, they just keep coming and they don't stop coming. Head to the rule. Now you hit the ground running, but it didn't make sense not to live for fun. Your brain gets smart and your head gets dumb. So much to do. So I'm much to see. Down. Yes. On that note, we were saving the big thank you list for the last episode of the month. <laughs> yeah. This is the last episode of the month, but we already ran the list, Kyle. You're welcome. <laughs> what were we supposed to it's do? A new feature. We already fumbled <laughs> the ball. <laughs> well, I mean, I told you. <laughs> and you said, no, we got to record it this week. And I'm like, okay. Yes. Well, then you could have, if you knew better, you could have held on to it and plugged it into this one. You know what? Does it matter? We did. We said not <laughs> terribly, but to me, <laughs> I am very upset for this moment, and will probably forget by the time we finish recording and have moved on with my life. But for this moment, <laughs> scandal! Oh no, dejection! We did it once. At least we did it once this month like you do once every month you know may not have to be the last episode of the month but it could be once a month i don't know man i'm just here (laughs) (laughs) i'm just here while you answer these questions these questions from our patrons over at patreon.com slash bumblecast ko-fi.com slash bumblecast and our youtube members yes yes those questions and that they have goodness well we better get to them yeah they have many questions (laughs) like i said they don't stop coming (laughs) here's a question to start us off from andrew d so the minecraft sonic texture pack introduced some cool things one of them being amalgam mecha sonic the original concept art looked pretty different and the final result shows that all of its mecha sonic mark ii parts are the same as what the now scrapnik version currently possesses plus some minor little extra parts when amalgam mecha sonic is first fought it is in a rusted state similarly to the now scrapnik version IDW hinted that we have not seen the last of the Scrapniks. I know I can't ask if IDW is gearing up toward an Amalgam Mechasonic's appearance, so instead I must ask if something like this Minecraft Sonic texture is able to be used, and if so, go pitch this awesome concept. I honestly don't know if that would be available to us. That might be some kind of weird rights issue or usage thing. I really don't know. Hmm. Well... You'll just have to find out, I guess, by pitching it right now. Uh, <laughs> I'm in no huge rush because our current Scrapnik Mecha is a pretty well-defined character. We have Metal Sonic. Mecha version 3 hasn't even been utilized yet. We got enough Robot Sonics running around. We got a lot. I still miss Shard, though. Bring that boy back. I don't know how, but somehow. <laughs> What if in an alternate universe, the Cranes are a family of monster hunters like the Belmonts? How would Fraser, <laughs> how would Fraser and Niles fare as monster hunters by night and therapists by day? How would Martin figure into this? When they get to Dracula, they may be a bit confused, but they get them staked. <laughs> but I don't know what they'll do about those tossed salads and bloody tears. <laughs> Okay, so Martin 
runs the whole monster hunting operation. Mm-hmm. And I know you don't mean Monster Hunter like the Capcom series, but damn it, I'm throwing Palicos in there. I know. <laughs> they're they're the staff. And Konami, Capcom, and Fraser. <laughs> yeah. I'm imagining something that's kind of borderline steampunky, like that awful Von Helsing movie starring um Hugh Jackman, which is a guilty pleasure of mine. Yes. But God, Niles and Frazier just going around like on like really crappy low budget sets. Just honestly, dude. Niles, let's focus on the mission at hand. I'm just saying, if there's a werewolf in London, it stands to reason there's one in Prague and also in Paris. Why can't we make a trip out of this? I was gonna say it's just like just imagine. I can totally see this. This is why is this so perfect? After following a string of bloodied bodies and tackling the eldritch horrors of the night, they finally reach the castle way out in the European countryside. They scale the rain slicked stone walls. They fight past horrors that would drive most men mad and finally reach the inner chamber with a great demonic force that commands all of these hellish beasts wait for them. Oh, hello, Maris. <laughs> they're just... They're just verbal sparring the whole time, aren't they? Like, not even paying attention. Like, like, Niles, do you think we have a chance against these vampires? Oh, I think I'd stake my life on it. Honestly, Niles, puns at this hour. And I need a bit of levity. What you need is a good psychologist. Really, do you know any? <laughs> but like, I can imagine Fraser just turning around to look at Niles and argue with him, but he, at the same time, he just whips her <laughs> behind his back and just hits something randomly. <laughs> just like, not even paying attention to actually what they're supposed to be doing. <laughs> it's just... Uh, it's so goofy. Uh, I love it. I love it. Absolutely outstanding. Thank you, Batman 69 Lol. Thank you for this wonderful Fraser Castlevania crossover. <laughs> Here's a question from Blue Cube. I've seen discussions surrounding Rouge's potential origin story. Some people think it'd be cool if she had a tragic backstory, while others just like it how it is with her just being a jewel thief slash government spy with no further questions. Seeing as we've seen Shadow and Omega's backstory, would you ever want to dwell deeper into her origin, or do you like it more adjacent to the majority of the cast with minimal background? At this point, I prefer the minimal background. I like that she is unapologetically herself, and if there is any question to her motivations or origins, she isn't going to tell. She's a master thief and spy. She's going to be a woman of mystery. And, you know, maybe that's something that she keeps close to the vest. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's tragic or even all that interesting. You know, it could be that's just who she's always been. But she knows that for whatever reason, that nugget of information is deemed valuable. And therefore, she will keep it to herself. (laughs) Go off, queen. (laughs) You don't need no backstory. (laughs) Sometimes you just be, you can just be you. Here's one from E200 Paragon. The Sonic franchise seems to throw around the concept of immortality quite often without any regard for what it actually means. 
Individuals like Shadow, Black Doom, and the End are biologically immortal and they can't die via natural causes such as old age or diseases, but can still die through physical means. But then you have individuals like Darkaya, Iblis, Slash Mephilus, and King Boom Boo, who are cos- cosmically immortal and that they cannot die, period, and even if they do, they can just come back to life at any time. With all of this in mind, my question is, given the circumstances of his character, is Chaos biologically immortal or cosmically immortal? I would contest that Iblis slash Mephilus are cosmically immortal because as Solaris, the singular entity and by far the more potent one, was killed. Just snuffed out. So, but we're getting into the weeds here. Chaos, by this criteria, would be cosmically immortal because chaos is dead Mm -hmm. is chaos biologically immortal or cosmically immortal yes now before the whole slaughtering of the chow thing i would argue biologically immortal Mm. he may not be one of the light chow but he's a mutant chow in his own right of tremendous power i would imagine Mm. he was nigh immortal in his own right but He's made up of a lot of water, so I think he's pretty heavy. He's definitely mm. not a light chow. <laughs> Honestly, Niles. <laughs> Finest cacophony has a question. Hello, humble cast. I've shaken Rosie's magic eight ball to determine Starline's next isekai. Ian, what if instead of crushed under rubble, Dr. Flatline was buried under raw Australium? Altering his physical might and giving him a gorgeous mustache. <laughs> each each little swoop just looks like the swoop of his hair. <laughs> oh, no. uh, <laughs> you hear the rumble of the rubble and then he just erupts a foot taller than Eggman and twice as broad shouldered. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, he just becomes, he truly becomes... Glorious. Great Scott, I thought you were dead. Yes, well, Doctor. I'm slightly Australian now. Not Australian, Australian. Australian, yes. I'll give you a head start and get that mecha over there, and then he just rips the mecha apart barehanded. <laughs> oh man. Oh he he conquers the world single handedly. He's an unstoppable force until he loses track of that last little bit of Australium, to which he's then confronted by the true golden god, an Australium-empowered supersonic. Sonic's and dead. you better believe the mustache is gold and spiky, too. Sonic's to inhale? <laughs> <laughs> when did he put on those tiny shorts? <laughs> Uh, what about big as Saxton Hale instead? <laughs> I mean, it's kind of neutralizing at that point. Infinite power with infinite power is going to be infinite anyway. There is no limit. That's true. That's true. It's a good point. Maybe he just gets like a tiny little matching mustache. It is a funny visual, though. He's slightly more Australian. I'm going into Cockney. I can't do a good Australian accent. No, no, me neither. I can't do a good any accent. All right. Here's a question from Happy Times. Fang and Rouge both arrive at Angel Island at the same time to try and steal the Master Emerald from Knuckles. How does the first meeting between classic and modern thieves go, and who has the Master Emerald by the end of this? It ends with Knuckles getting it back and 
flying the island forward happily ever after, but Rouge is going to have it for the most part. Mm. Fang is the wily coyote of the Sonic universe. They approach the Emerald Shrine at the same time. Knuckles is like, don't you do it. And Rouge points at Fang and goes, Knuckles, he's trying to steal the Emerald. And while he's distracted pummeling Fang, she grabs it and runs. <laughs> yes, but it ends with Rouge giving it back. How you figure? I don't know. <laughs> uh, she likes knuckles too much uh, or she realizes she can't carry it it's too big <laughs> after a series of misadventures of basically stealing it from fang who steals it from knuckles who steals it from fang who gets who's then stolen from by rouge she's just exhausted mm-hmm like, like everyone's in a heap at the edge of the island. She's looking down. It's like, I got to lug it all the way down there. No, we're done. You just keep the stupid thing. Stinks like a kid in this do. <laughs> uh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> we got a question from Icon PNG. In a different universe, Silver and Blaze are part of the cast of Sonic Prime. How would each Silver and Blaze's Shatterverse variants in Boscade's Maze, No Place, and New York be called and what would their personalities be like uh well you got to go with long john silver in no place i mean the joke writes itself it's pirates <laughs> come on and uh it's blaze ironically enough a pirate queen yeah might as well go with that <laughs> sure 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 uh captain firewater <laughs> you don't that cr- might be culturally insensitive um you don't cross her either way. Yeah, true enough. <laughs> but yeah, she'd be the imperialist conqueror of the seas, and he would be first mate. <laughs> nice. Uh, we're in Boss Cage, uh, Blaze is a shut in because she's afraid of setting the forest on fire. Her name is Kindle. Ooh. And is very repressed. She's it, It's her own fear of her powers taken to the extreme and silver base silver cherishes the greenery of the world because he's never experienced that level of verdant life so boss cage silver is really into the trees he sees himself as one of the trees he is part of nature physically and he has fronds for each one of his goofy little front bangs whatever you want to call them spines (laughs) Not going to go the whole leaf angle, but those who know, they get the reference. <laughs> he speaks for the trees. <laughs> Call him Silver Pine. Hmm. And New York, they are both outsiders. Take the theme of he's from another time, she's from another dimension, so go cyberpunk with him. They are outside the law. They are outli- outside the system. Lots of neon running lights in their outfits. And uh, call them Quicksilver and Firebrand. <laughs> and they're just like a perfectly in sync duo that causes trouble for the sake of just fighting the system, man. <laughs> Gotta take them out, prepare for trouble, make it double. <laughs> All right, here's a question from MK. Not sure if you can elaborate on this, but I was wondering if the visual gag with Knuckles and Sonic having a glaring contest in frontiers was your input when writing the dialogue if you can't then were then were there any pleasant surprises when seeing the finalized scenes you wrote for 
that was that stage direction was in the script and i'd say most of it was realized and some of it was written kind of open-ended because i wasn't quite sure what they could do in engine mm-hmm. in terms of cutscenes, and some of the transitions between scenes to gameplay were still kind of being determined while the script was being written so the fact that so much of what i envisioned actually made it into the game was really neat yeah that's awesome and our last question before we take a break is for mixiger 17 what's the favorite fruit of as many characters you feel like saying that you can think of one for if any or a second favorite for tangle since you said her favorite fruit in general strawberries uh let's see sonic is good on like anything he can kind of eat on the run so like your apples maybe a banana throws it behind throws the peel behind it to trip up metal sonic but metal sonic doesn't really technically run so Sonic's like, oh yeah and then keeps moving uh tails see him as a citrus guy maybe he goes to the point of you know chopping up the fruit so that he can like toothpick eat it so he's not getting all sticky gummy hands all over the keyboard then you have to wash your gloves that that's all gross because you but uh amy favorite 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 i don't know what's a particularly sweet fruit uh dragon fruit or mangoes i guess yeah cherries especially marching cherries yeah maybe cherries yeah i think i think she just likes the general sweetness of it knuckles it's established grapes i mean that's canon Mm -hmm. uh tangles second to strawberries raspberries she likes berries berries are good berries berries whispers kind of along the same lines you know berries are easy to forage you can pop a few on the road you can quietly consume them while you're stalking a target there's a, like that's a little dark but yeah okay that works too there's a guy named barry she likes him <laughs> eggman likes pineapple really likes pineapple pizza does he, he? he likes a fruit that fights back <laughs> but then he conquers it because he eats it and ingests it. It tried to fight all those tiny little micro needles, but he consumed it. Ha ha! Take that fruit. Does he eat the whole thing? <laughs> oh yeah, rind and everything. Oh okay. <laughs> Just right straight into it like an apple. Man, his, his boss. I don't think that's how it works. Shut up! What do you know? His, Whatever you program me to know, I guess. His his, his mouth must just be like shredded. <laughs> absolutely destroyed the game has already proved all the games and stuff have proved that Eggman is completely shredded but um (laughs) he doesn't eat eggplants it's not a fruit is it I I think it might be it's like tomato and it's like it's considered a vegetable but it's technically a fruit it is a fruit yeah really I thought it was vegetable nope it is a fruit son of a gun alright it has seeds so there you go now we've learned Apparently, it's even a type of berry, if you want to go even further. Okay, now you're just kind of destroying my worldview. Well, I don't know what to tell you. On the plus side, there's a joke by the Team Four Star group in DBZ Abridged that now makes more sense. So, thank you for that. (laughs) Uh, Well, on that note, I suppose it's time to take a quick break. So, let's do that. And then come back with more on the Bumblecast. We're back, and we got a question from Anonymous. 
Could Surge generate electrical energy by consuming food or, the other way around, sustain her body solely by absorbing power from, from an energy source? Huh. That's an interesting thought. That is a good question. I am inclined to believe that she needs to eat to sustain herself, but that she could potentially get by, at least for a brief time, with a pure energy source. But don't don't put that in a wiki or anything as like hard canon. That's just me speculating here. That would be interesting to explore at some point, though. Hmm. What is uh, what is Serge's favorite fruit? <laughs> Pineapple. She likes the fact that it fights back and she wins. <laughs> and with the serrated teeth, she absolutely is able to tear through it. She like cores it just right there. Yeah. Yeah. And then she makes <laughs> she makes Kit eat the rind. Yeah, maybe she has like jackfruits or durians or something like that. Oh yeah, absolutely. Stink up the entire place. Yes, it stinks and spiny as all heck. <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely something like that. We got one from Ann Tales. Is there a lore reason why Pirate Sonic is so hot? <laughs> Whatever floats your pirate boat, man. <laughs> I think it's the, the partially uh, unbuttoned shirt, maybe? I don't know. It's like the Jack Sparrow effect. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's a much deeper discourse on the socially conditioned cues to particular outfits. Yeah. And how we are reacting not to an actual image, but to like just the basic geometric shapes we've been trained to react to. But... I am not smart enough in any of those disciplines to say, so I'm just going to leave it at whatever floats your boat. <laughs> Here's a question from Noni. Is there a lore reason why Captain Shadow is so hot? <laughs> Go join the flotilla away from shore. <laughs> uh, sail that ship. <laughs> the ship sails yet again. <laughs> <laughs> nice normal person has a question comedy is the game and it's in the name what would happen if shadow and jewel had their bodies switched <laughs> jewel would not have a good time for one thing she's now like double her height she doesn't know how to handle that much mass and space jewel doesn't how seem do like she has a good time in general she really wouldn't have a good time not being herself <laughs> no 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 like how do these shoes even work she's crashing into walls there's this kind of tingly sensation it seems to be located around the ring should she take those off no she should not take those off no oh boy you know, she's accidentally tele teleporting between walls. She is very disoriented. She just wants to sit down and wait this out. Please, nobody come near her. She is just having a bad day. Meanwhile, Shadow is like, <clears throat> and has figured out how to turn her body into a ballistic missile. Like he is reaching Mach 1 with those little wings. He's curling up into the shell form and smashing through badniks. He has become a living artillery shell. <laughs> and they what? swap back. And Jewel is, you know, very appreciative that he protected her life and limb. But what did he do to her outfit? <laughs> He's definitely, of course, Jewel is obviously wearing her normal outfit the whole time, right? 
Like, oh, yeah. Like, like, yeah, I mean, Shadow wouldn't bother, <laughs> like, getting rid no, of... No, 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 getting, he rid is... of the, getting rid of the pink heels or anything. No. <laughs> no, he is reigning terror in that pencil skirt. That's right. <laughs> As he should be. <laughs> Contour control. <laughs> As, As he should be. Oh, yeah. Very good, very good. Puppy the Scholar has a question. So... In Dark Mobius, Vector's got a thing for single mothers. Tensions are high. Knuckles is out of the picture. Julie Sue is alone, spending all day presumably being in charge of everything. She's stressed. Everything is thrown upside down due to the war. Will opposites attract? Enemies to lovers? Would Vector and Julie Sue find something in each other? Why are you screaming? (laughs) (laughs) Now, here's the thing. I'm actually trying to think about the continuity of that timeline and knuckles wasn't gone very long i don't think he was gone long enough because he wasn't he wasn't fully out of the picture that's the dark interjack line so would they have had enough time well no because you had laura sue in the mix so would vector have been around long enough after knuckles went fully off the deep end or did Knuckles turn him into a prelate early on? I know this is a joke question, but I'm actually trying to figure out the continuity on this and how it would work. Knowing Puppy, they would actually be interested in how it would work, like, legitimately. I don't know how much this is a joke. <laughs> now, I... Because I know back when we had the old Archie Sonic blogs, I tried to fill in some of the gaps with some of the blog entries. And so they were like soft canon, but it's been so long since I worked on those or had to think about that particular flavor of Sonic canon. I don't remember, mm. but I see, I think there was a period of time where Knuckles was slowly making his descent into super villain mode, but he was still with Julie Sue. Julie Sue was still trying to make things work, make lemonade out of the copious amounts of lemons he was handing her. Mm. and then the chaotix would have taken a stand against their buddy for his own good at some point and that's when they would have got the prelate treatment so but laura sue was practically grown and julie sue was still around and then in the silver story we saw that julie sue was a prelate so there has to have been some period of time but when was vector transformed when was his court taken it could have happened anytime in that how old was she 15 16 years Mm-hmm. But, you know, alternate universe, you can do another spin on it if you want. Knuckles has gone completely, completely early on. And, you know, single mom, Julie Sue needs help. And Vector's not the stepdad, the dad that stepped up. <laughs> it's not the dad we need, but the dad we deserve. <laughs> <laughs> Shoulder checks the enemy into the wall. You just got dad bodied. <laughs> Snap, snap. And Laura Sue's like, oh my god, dad, don't. Just don't. Come on. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. <laughs> All right. We got one here from Rock-A-Million. A while ago, I said I wanted to see Tails interacting with other Gamecast characters aside from Sonic and IDW. One particular team-up I'd love to see is Tails, Cream, and Gemeral. I think it's really weird that team-up hasn't happened yet, considering Tails reprogrammed Gemeral to be Cream's guardian. I think those three would make for a great trio and have lots of fun and wholesome interactions together. 
It's really starting to bug me that Tails is still getting no meaningful interactions with other GameCast members, especially since all the others are getting plenty. I'm sorry, I'm an impatient person. Please give Tails more. He doesn't need to be tied to Sonic 24-7. Let him go on more adventures with game characters other than Sonic. Let him strengthen his relationships with other game characters. Let my boy fly higher. Feedback taken under consideration. Alrighty. I mean, guess can't really... You you must have some kind of knowing smile going on right now, don't you? Uh... Honestly, I've worked so far ahead, I don't know what we have immediately coming up. <laughs> but you know something's coming. You know something's coming. And you, you you know. You know things. Well, I mean, there's at least one thing Tales related that's coming up soonish. Yeah. Yeah. Scourge Time has a question. Theme Park Time. Scourge, Fiona, and the Destructix end up in a theme park. What will each of them do to enjoy themselves in a place like this? Destroy I it, I would assume. Have fun. <laughs> yeah, by the end, sure. <laughs> but you got like Simeon and Predator and Lightning who I don't know if they understand the concept of fun. They've been so embittered by the world. It's just like, look at these fools letting their guards down and wasting their time with these frivolities. Harumph, harumph, harumph. Figured- Flying's out there trying to be the creepiest carny of them all. I mean, he's having a grand old time. I forget they just caused mayhem by jacking the uh, bumper cars and driving them around and terrorizing <laughs> everybody. Maybe Fiona wants to just have a fun day, so they're under orders to not <laughs> tear it down. She wants to enjoy herself. Damn it, you boys get in line. Scourge is like, yeah, fine, whatever, for once. But, you know, he's purposefully being too aggressive with any of the games <laughs> and causing all sorts of destruction. Mm-hmm. And then eventually it will lead to them burning the whole thing to the ground. Well, yeah, I mean, that's what it's there for, right? <laughs> Maybe it's about the time that Fiona decides she wants to go on some of the rides and you're like, you're charging how much per ticket? Mm. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Oof. Here's a question from Scurvy Pirate Dog. There's been so many questions about Starline making imposters of everyone. Well, enough is enough. So what if Eggman took Starline's data and created a Starline imposter? Let's see how Starline likes it. Well, the whole lifelike cyborg thing isn't really his style. The shadow androids kind of skate that line, but they're still very robotic in their presentation. Yeah, but he's doing it specifically to spite Starline. (laughs) <laughs> nah, nah, nah. He wouldn't stoop to Starline's methodology. He'd just make a metal Starline. Well, I mean... And this thing would be kitted out with everything Starline ever had. Short-range teleportation, a poison needle, electrical stirrups, uh, some kind of headache-inducing vertigo ray, tricore systems so that he can, like, shift gears and overpower or outmaneuver <laughs> or just chase down anything in his way. This thing is an absolute multifunctioning monster. And as it closes in on Starline and corners him with absolutely no chance of escape, Starline's like, you do care! <laughs> Does it have an obnoxiously haughty British accent? No, it is delightfully taciturn. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, and yet, it's also a super simp for Eggman. Just like the real thing. 
He's <laughs> constantly keeping an eye on Metal Sonic for any uh-huh. insubordinate thoughts. Exactly. <laughs> I do have to, like, I can imagine the general design pretty easily. Yeah. You know, turn the vest into, like, some kind of armored chest piece. The The rest of it is, you know, parsed down to your Metal Sonic basics, but... How would you make that wavy hair work? Hmm. Well, let's call up Patrick Spaziante and have him. God. <laughs> uh, I'm ready. Oh, that would be sweet. All right. We got one last question to close us out. And it's from Twilord. You said that if the end got stuck in Sonic's head, they would want to jump to shadows. How would they react to being greeted by Doom's disembodied voice and learning shadows internal life was otherwise identical to Cream's? <laughs> now I'm envisioning something like the end of Majora's Mask when you go inside the moon and it's just this open field with a singular tree. <laughs> There's a very contented shadow, his inner self, just kind of chilling out on autopilot, not really engaged. You've got tiny balloon sized at the end floating around going, what is this? And then you've got just like Black Doom floating around like an angry ghost. <laughs> Have you paid for admission to come into my son's head? What the hell is going on? I want to go back to Sonic. <laughs> you cringe the end. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Shadow sees this moon floating by. He's like, didn't I blow up half of that before? Bum, bum, bum. All right, that's it. That's all we got. Thank you so much to everyone who contributed their questions via patreon.com slash bumblecast, ko-fi.com slash bumblecast, and our YouTube members. And you know what? Just for the heck of it, it's the end of the month. Let's roll that big thank you list one more time. Big thank you to Daniel H., Jennifer R., James K., John B., Robotnik Holmes, Sam Cybercat, Samuel P., Torchbound, Andrew D., Mike B., Cat, Dave M., Noni J., Frost, Coopling, Crew 128, Duas Disden, Hero of Light 13, Professor Scruffy Matt, Chris A., Sony, Scurvy Pirate Hog, Arc Fighter, Ben Wolfsbane, John M., Triforce Riku, Sonic, 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 Twilord, Chaos Sonic 1, Jib, Lisa M., Lee HK, Ink Think, Stardust, Spectre, Chevelle, Tick Tick, Mixiker 17, Axis, Starlight Sec, Mismatch, Moogle, Z Broadcast, Joshua S., Cameron H., Jolene B., Jonathan D., The Disgain, Zalair Stain, Godzilla, Noddle, Dominic the Raccoon, Ava Arctic, Dove, Alex KR, Justin Mountain Soul, Jay the Redneck, Yuma221, Hannah W., V. Nuss, Jennifer H., Justin S., Angela V., Alphamon or Yukon, Dadler the Dalek, Jack the Animator, Sonic Legacy, Tetsuya the Wise, Les, Wildcard 717, Endabend, Daniel B., Red the Supernamic, Chad of the Stars, Genzel, Sandra B. H., and Tails, Wheelie Doe, Thievius, Sammy S., Puppy the Scholar, Illegal Chow Fights, Miles the Prower, Navari, Exodel, Agent Kaz, Darusivals, Four Sonic Fan, Rhythm and Tempo, The Marble Gardener, Morlis, E200, Paragon, Big Dan, Preston M, Rocco D, Oz Jam, Shimmy M, Curly Quills, <sighs> Noah M, Gojira Highwind, Awesome Cakester, Smiley 21, Supersonic Fan, Radri Chase, L, Philip is Cold, Sterling Sonic, Conga, Winskull, Super. 
Supernova Superior Pizza, Sonic Patch, Ty H, Sonic 84, Thickolf, Planet Breezy, Hearts 13, Omega Man 21, Nils, Unity, Jason G, N Zephyr, Amazing, Miss Nazumi, SB, My Fish Eats Rocks, The ID Card, Jonathan F, Hip Kid Brick, Levi C, Subliminal, Gino the Puppet, T Ranger, Samoth S, Miggy Sawdust, Adrian W, Vlad, Knuckle Sandwich 87, Lemur Chicken, Sheen, Fang, Glitchiest, M Bluet, Cool Christy 1, Ashter, Luke R, Michael P, Jada, Alejandro 333777, Luke Noah I, Trocon H, Blahaj Blast, The Phantomist, OK Cheese Stick, Lacey M, William M, Lucky Lychee, Spiral, Silver Moon, 21K, Pit Viper, Icy Wolf, North Soul 15, Relaxed Hoodie, and Native Nerd 27, All Peachy, Ultra Guy, Noob 600, Krabo, Angel Fox, Kitsune, Zeto V, Sonic Mania 2099, Hadronis, Raccoon Shinobi, Normal Person, Marcy H, Caswell, Mr. Murderburn, The Giant Murring Bird, Underscore Turtle Tuck, Wademo, Chuka S A Gideon W Boy King Elias Pei Lee Jihan S Snow Pear Lovo M The Man of Multimedia Luf, Fufi ninety three Mister Stimpy Kazi Rosavoli Icon PNG Zex Soul Dice Florian Call Me Ryan Onion Girl Candy B Cat Van Brian and Trevor followed by Michael D another Michael D Jamal M Jamal S Wields two eighty two Hedgehog Metamode Frost the Hobbadon Danny the Light Butter Noodles Miles Power D L Technopata True Cosmic Digilab seventy nine Hero Squad Kaizen Amen Woods Quentin D Happy Times Lucio X thirty Missile the Sandcat Scourge Time Sprites Forever Steph Cube TV Guru Rare Dragon Five Zenomax Alex Arts here Dandy Kaiju Sonic Man Twilord's three year old niece Crab Just Some Dude Seven Phyllis Rakeans Train Master nine nine seven seven Fox the Fox, Mobius saving throws, and finally, the might of Gabora. And that is going to officially wrap us up for Bumblecast in July. Be good to yourselves, be good to each other, and we will see you next time for Bumblecast in August. Let's roll that big thank you list one more time. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> roll that beautiful bean footage. <laughs> <laughs> Mm, beans. You've been listening to the Bumblecast, a co-production of Bumble King Comics and the KNGI Network. Original theme music composed by Ken Coda Snyder. Remixed intro by T Lopes. Find out more information, along with podcast feeder links, MP3 downloads, and more at bumbleking.com and kngi.org. No, not August. Yikes, it's August. Uh, it's the worst month of the year. Yeah, pretty much. No holidays. It's stinking hot. It's the hottest. It's the hottest month. <laughs> no holidays. And you got to go back to school. Not up here. They have until September, at least. Do they? Jeez. We go back like <laughs> early August here. I, I am. I don't know why. You know, I we, guess we hate we the children, back. which would, would track. It was based more on uh, crops. Yeah, the season. Yeah, it's a different, slightly different growing season up here. So they could they would wait till September, but they go all the way into June.